Welcome to the Fracture Line, the official weekly news feed from the Chest Wall Injury Society, where we will listen to all the bottom line CWIS updates, shout outs, fun facts, and weekly banner. I'm your host, Dr. Mark Crisco, and I'm joined always by Dr. Tom White, Dr. Adam Kay, and Sarah Ann Whitbeck. Welcome back to Fracture Line, everybody. Let me just set the stage here. Tom is getting his hair cut by Caesar, which is he's doing an expert job. We got Zach with an Uber driver buying cars, and just Sarah Ann and I are the only normal-ish ones in this scenario today. So we're excited to speak with everyone today. <laughs> Can I start right off the bat? The Uber driver and Cesar? Like, do you think we should pull them into the, you know, the episode? Maybe so. Or listen, we'll just listen to the hip hop. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I know what hip hop is. Does anyone even use the word hip hop anymore? Like, is that a thing? What do they call it? Music? Of course they call it hip hop. What, is there another term for it? Was that The Rock, that picture today? Is that, that uh... I called him The Stone. The I'm sorry. Stone. I didn't know who he was. <laughs> that, that actually really made me laugh. <laughs> He looked familiar to me. I thought he was the stone. I didn't know he was the rock. Well, what difference does it make? The rock, the stone? I feel like it it's, makes a difference. It's the same guy. It, yeah, no, it makes a difference. Do you think his mother calls him the rock? So, no. I, so, I don't. I think his is. mother calls him son. Son, yeah. Well, yeah, or, or, or Dwayne. Oh, is that his real yeah. name, Dwayne? So Tom sends this, and he's like, oh, I can't stop looking at this gif. And then Tom writes, who is he? <laughs> and then Bauman, Bauman's like, are you serious? And, and even, even Joe is like, <laughs> even Joe is like, really? <laughs> oh man. I think it's a sure sign that you work a lot, but maybe it also is a sign that you need to like take a couple days off and kept, catch up on some pop culture. Okay. But what, what do you watch or listen to to stay current? I mean, AM radio? I mean, Radio? Twitter. Does that even still exist? I'm not sure. I feel like sure it does. The only thing I listen to on AM radio is baseball and football games. So I, I can't really say that there's anything else on AM radio. I'm sorry. Maybe maybe if you just watch Netflix, you, you know guys are killing me. I mean, if you just watch Netflix, it, yeah. You just or like watching. SNL. Watch SNL oh. every Saturday night. Make it commitment. I'm not as uncool as you guys I think. Don't I just know. don't know that guy. <laughs> I don't watch those kinds of movies. I'll have you know, I watched two movies on the way home oh from gosh. Europe. I watched two movies. Were either of them the Delta documentaries? Because I feel like you are exactly the audience that Delta makes those Delta documentaries for. You're like, oh my goodness, I need to know this information. What two movies did you watch? I watched Curb Your Enthusiasm. Okay, I do love that. Not from the last decade. And I know everybody on there. I know who Ted Danson is. I know who Vince Vaughn is. I know these people. Those are contemporary people, well, right? Well, they're older contemporary, but, you know. All right. Well, I'm sorry I dragged <laughs> you guys down so much. Jesus. What else did you watch, Tom? Are we supposed to be talking about Fat Bear Weeks? Are we supposed <sighs> to be listeners? I think it's been enough days that I think I'm prepared to discuss what occurred. And by that, I mean that Otis did not make it out of the quarterfinals. And it was very, I mean, it was emotional. It was, it was, it was tough. I think me and Tom deserve an apology because we told you that that was going to happen. And then you shunned Um, Holly didn't win either, friend. She only made it to the quarter, to the semifinals. So I don't think you need to get super judgy. Hey, Sarah Ann. 
Hey, what? Show them your birthday present. I will. Do you guys know it's Sarah's birthday on Saturday? <laughs> no. Look, I got an Otis picture, you guys. <laughs> oh, poor Otis. Yep. He's going to go right up. You see where that is? Right there <laughs> on the wall. Nice. So he'll be looking at you during all of our episodes. Otis will be staring you down. Nice. That's a great Mm-hmm. So I learned a new word. Sarah taught me a new word today. Stop it. Stop it. You judge her. Please tell. These two made fun of me. <laughs> this nucleus of people, as you call it. <laughs> Instead of nucleus, it was you nucleus. I probably haven't used that word since high school chemistry, and I felt really good that I was well, able to pull it out of somewhere That's why in you got back. a D, because you used to call it a nucleus. <laughs> Look, that's why I went to business school, okay? Because we don't use those words in the business school. So how did you spell it? How do you spell I didn't. That? I said it verbally in front of these two on a call, and then they decided to mock me incessantly and remind me that that's not how the word is said, allegedly. But whatever. You know what I did remember? I remember protons and ions in the nucleus so see yeah. i remembered some things protons and neutrons neutrons sarah <laughs> there are ions no uh, ions are no. not in the nucleus ions are molecules <laughs> you know what i never proclaim to be a chemical genius okay so there Stick with your day job. <laughs> I'm not even sure I'm doing that well at this point, so I'm just I give up. No, you're doing great. Hey, Chris, now how'd you like that? Uh, how did you, how'd you like that meeting? Oh, wait a second, you weren't there. Exactly. Yeah. I, mean, I was there. I was on the meeting, but I was operating. Allegedly. We should allegedly. Talk about allegedly. Let's talk about this. Hold on. Let's talk about this. So let's let the listeners understand. So what the, the what did you, well, what first did you all, want to call the project? Cusp, sir. No. No, no, we're not calling it his idea. Well, anyways, we did have an interesting meeting today. His idea is SCUP. Excuse me, isn't it SCUP? Statement of Consensus Update Project. project. SCUP, SCUP, yeah. Statement of Consensus yeah. Update. Yeah, we're not going to have a SCUP. Well, either way, we, we did have a very productive meet, first meeting about updating our consensus guidelines that were last published on 16. Do you know there's only four synonyms for the word colloquium? <laughs> <laughs> did you know that? No. <laughs> okay, but did you hear how Dr. Papagianopoulos was saying colloquium, like with his English and Greek accent blended together? That was beautiful. If everybody said colloquium that in such a lovely way, I, I swear we would have kept the word. I think we should we should use one of these words. There, there's a lot of um, synonyms for the word consensus. Okay. Hit me with it. Concurrence, unity, unison, accord, concord, harmony, common consent. I like accord. What if like the document that we publish is the Seawith Accord, you know? It sounds very like colonial. We're ready to like take over the world, you know? Well, uh, Sarah Ann, can you give us a little synopsis about this? I thought the consensus meeting was a good kickoff. It was a good start. Yes. And it's pretty historic. So I'll give some background there. We recently decided as an executive committee that it was time to look at the consensus statement again. It was written in 2016 after the first rib fixation colloquium, which was the meeting that led into the creation of CWIS. 
And so, wait. Wait a second. Oh, is this really happening? Whoa. What? Ah! There he is. I love it. Man. Homeless Carl, you found the computer. Hello. Homeless Carl's homeless got a Carl. car. I didn't even think Homeless Carl had a car. That's amazing. Yeah, I know. Good for I you. Know. Of course he has a car. It's cold in New England. What's well, he, what would you think he does? Like bike around in the snow? Yeah. Yeah, he walks barefoot. Homeless Carl, is it dark there? Very much so. <laughs> Good to see you, homie. I feel like there's a dude where's my car reference somewhere in, in the middle of this. So can you explain your name today, Carl? Carl DDLTX? Oh, uh, deceased donor liver transplant. It's my lifeblood at this point. Oh, okay. You're going to be a transplant surgeon, Carl? Uh, no. Dude, where's my liver? Well, you better, you know, make sure that someone's good at it because someone's going to have to replace Crisco's liver at some point. And it's going to be at that hospital, so you got to, you know. It'll be Tom first, then me. You think so? Where's my liver? <laughs> Has Tom washed it yet? Yet the, the dude wears my car? I don't think he's washed it yet. we got to get it. I back. don't know. I think that our goal as a Fracture Line team is to bring Tom into the 21st century of pop culture. I think we just got to get him here from a, from a pop culture standpoint. Just get I appreciate that. Two goals. I'm going to learn how to read. And Tom's gonna learn pop culture. That's like yeah, there we go. okay. That's super cool. I know a lot more pop pop culture than you guys give me credit for. I mean, look at this shirt. It's drip. Oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> so back to what I was talking about, because I want to focus on my topic. Um, so the executive committee decided in our August meeting that we wanted to have a refresh of the 2016 consensus statement that was actually published in 2017, which came from the original rib fixation colloquium. And there were 14 or 16 authors, I can't remember, but even more contributors of people that contributed thought and, and opinion to the consensus statement. But as obviously, Lots of research has come out since that time and things that at that point were just kind of assumed best practices. Many of them have actually been, as we all know, proven by research or things that we thought were going to be more important or things that maybe we thought would have a bigger footprint, intramedullary struts, things like that. Like some of those things, not so much, right? And so we decided it was time to release another version of that and was kind of deciding the best direction to go for that and, and actually invited Dr. Joseph Fernandez Moray from Duke to lead the project. And he graciously said yes, which this is an example of why people should always answer their text messages when I say, hey, do you have a minute to chat? Because you never know, maybe it's that you're going to be pulled into a really cool project that will usurp your life for a year and a half but then be a really cool defining document. You never know. So all the more reason to not ignore my emails and text messages, but he graciously said yes. And we had our kickoff call today to start looking at it with previous authors and, and some other leaders within the organization, etc., and just start talk about, you know, how we're going to make this work moving forward. So I think it has nowhere to go but up and I'm super excited about it. Sarah, you are just like Rick Astley and never let people down. Thank you. I appreciate that. I'm not sure that's exactly true, but yep. I'm certainly never going to give you up. So there you go. Never going to let us down. 
Rick who? That's <laughs> oh, definitely your, your... That's right in your wheelhouse. Yeah. Like, I spent the 80s in the library. I did not that I knew no pop culture. Now see, Dr. Hansen, for the reference, a library is where they used to put printed books. We don't see those anymore. They're, they're kind of an antiquated thing, but I just, I wanted to pull Dr. Hansen in and blend the generations, you know, so that we were all on the same page about you know, biblioteca, what that actually is. Now we're on the same page. Tom, are you sure that you like, we're just in the library? Cause I'm pretty sure I've seen pictures of you with flock of seagull hair. Oh, I bet that's actually no, true. You haven't. I didn't have, I didn't, you know I what? didn't have hair like that. Agree to disagree. I think we'll ask McKenna at the summit. Ooh. That's the benefit of having Dr. White's daughter. She can be like the ready prover. I had long hair, but it wasn't flock of seagulls style. Were you one of those people that did the flip? You know, where you like nod your head back and you basically wonder if they have like a neck injury because they're doing this all the time. Were you like the inspiration for Fabio? Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> My God. Was it better than Carl's hair? Is it getting longer, Carl? I don't know about that. Do you think your hair is longer than mine at this point? Oh, I think it is. Oh, no. I don't think I could bun my hair like that. I don't want to see it. Things are going to fall out of that man bun. Sarah, I just sent you I just sent you an email, a picture by email. Share it with the group. When I wasn't in the library, I was in the goddamn chemistry lab. Whoa, that's, that's super long hair. Yeah. Okay. Well, anyway. Tom, that was you? That's a mop of hair. That yeah, is a that's a flock of, of seagulls. Goldilocks. No, quite literally, that could be a mop. Someone could have just sat that on your head and it could have been a mop. That's beautiful. Yeah. I think that's beautiful. That's, that's Come awesome. on, man. Did you realize that you were publishing for like lab works today when they took this picture of you with the pipette? I'm just wondering, like, or were people just, you know, paparazziing you just because? Like, you want to know the truth or you just want to keep mocking no, me? No, what's the truth? The truth is, this was in college. This is, I'm a Utah State. And I don't remember how I got asked, but I think it's just because of my rugged good looks. But somebody said, we need some pictures for some publications for the university. Can we take photos of you doing your thing? I said, sure. So they took a picture of this and it appeared in, I don't know, GQ magazine. I think it was in Playgirl. I mean. Are you sure they didn't ask you to take pictures? Like probably it, was, it was in a calendar, yeah. Or. <laughs> right. This is just the one photo. It was like the many faces of Tom White, you know? And like there was this one in the lab and then there was one of him like running to class with his backpack on or something, you know? Like it could have had multiple. There were multiple pictures. I have a whole portfolio. Oh my gosh, you have a portfolio. (laughs) I do. But this one's my favorite. Because I think it really brings out it brings out that image. Yeah, that je ne sais quoi that says someday I'm gonna be a trauma surgeon. That love of humanity and the desire to make things better for everyone. It just it just says it just speaks to that. Nothing says I give back to the community than a calendar of just me (laughs) with my shirt on. (laughs) Right. They were giving it to donors so then donors would give money to Utah State to be like, please, you know, feed our students. They need haircuts. They, they need a lot. This picture is an example, you know? And so it was, it was kind of like when they put those pictures of children on the television and it makes you cry or like dogs that are dying or something. This was you were that person. Carl, I'm glad you're back because I've been the whipping boy ever since you've been back. Are you kidding me? 
and just continues today. Nucleus is a word. You said nucleus. Nucleus. Dr. Hampton, you you may have used the word nucleus. My question was, was how how did you get approved to be in the chemistry lab without pants and just a white coat? Let's end with that. Let's move on to the update, Sarah Ann, because I think we're just going to end with with that as the segment. So what do we got for update? Well, I'm glad we had the nucleus back today. But we don't have Dr. K, and I'm feeling sad. So shout out to Dr. K. He's got two... uh, Big family events this weekend with bat and bar mitzvahs for his kids. So exciting, and we are sad we missed him today. But big, yeah. big important days. So, as far as updates, this on Tuesday night, excuse me, Monday night, we are having a social at the American College of Surgeons Clinical Congress, and that will be held in Boston at the Rosa Mexicano and will be delicious and fun. And then next week on Wednesday, we have case review series. Um, And that one should be really terrific. We've got really good cases to be presented. um, So you won't want to miss it. October 25th at 1600 Mountain Time is our next case review. So be sure to join us because it's going to be fantastic. If you missed Journal Club today, Dr. Jonathan Wynn presented the CWIS ACER collaboration paper and it was really great. So it'll be posted to the website, but also you can email me, I'll send you the link. It, uh, It was really good. So let me know if you want to hear about that. Otherwise, November 1st is coming fast. November 1st, Mark. Yeah, like TikTok. I'm just gonna need a five month extension. I'm gonna make it, I'm gonna make it. I I need to ask a question. Are you going to let Carl come to CWIS Summit in Salt Lake City this year? Make a commitment right now. Carl has my full support. He's got my full support. I'll pay for him. He's just gotta figure out how to get there. I love it, I love it. Well, then you know what? When I start printing my name badges this week, because I'll have so much enthusiasm and excitement, I'm already printing yours. That's it. Done. There you go, Carl. You gotta make it work. This one's on Carl. So the last update is that abstracts are due November 1st. Don't be late. Scientific abstracts. And if you are late, it's okay because you can just hang on to it and you'll be the first submission for the 2025 meeting. So you can either, you know, get it done on time. Sarah, how many submissions do we have so far? We have room to grow is what we, is where we are. True story, right now, we have one. (laughs) I love it. Really, you got one? You are killing me. Okay, but I will throw in a little bit of a, you know, teaser. I've selected a very, very cool place for the Collaborative Center dinner. I'm not going to tell you what it's about, except you have the keyword Robin Hood. That's it. That's all you get. Robin Hood is the keyword. If you are not already a Collaborative Center, you have not recognized the benefits. Once you hear about how cool the Collaborative Center dinner is going to be, you are definitely going to wish that you were one. So you now have T-minus six months. You're like at five and a half months to get your act together so that you can be a collaborative center and come to this event. Again, keyword, Robin Hood. You won't want to miss it. It's really cool. You guys, this is the fun part about having it be in my hometown is that we can do really cool stuff. So, get excited. I'm pretty excited about it. I really am. I know. I am too. All right, guys, I got to run. You want to do a final stitch? Anything on your mind? Okay. So today, 
on our call. Or it was remarkable. We had 30 people on the call at one point, and the Zoom screen doesn't even fit that many. I think there were only 26 slots, but we had representation from nine different countries. So we had people that who were, it was late at night in Europe, and it was early in the morning in Australia and parts in between, and uh, there's just a really... Just a, a, a remarkable amount of enthusiasm for this project, this this thing that's this, that is CWIS, this need to collaborate and, and to communicate and to cooperate and publish, and it's just it was very gratifying. I had a moment of I had a tear in my eye. I had to shut my camera off for a moment. So that's my final stitch. Thanks to everyone. Yeah, uh, who was very who was cool. part of that. So it was okay. cool. I agree. All right, see you, buddy. Tom. Bye. Okay. Bye, guys. Hey, who wants to go next? You haven't had a stitch for a while, Carl. Can you give us a final stitch? What's on your mind? Uh, yeah, sure, I'll give one. I am very excited at the prospect to be able to come to the Seawiz Summit again. That is high on my list to be able to make it there. So I don't know. It, it's kind of, you know, we're making our way through, and Thanksgiving's coming up, and that'll be fun, and sort of chip away and keep moving forward. That's what I've got going on. Zach, what were you saying? You got a stitch? Well, I mean, I can go for my final stitch. Uh, first of all, I just want to give a shout out to St. Anthony's Hospital. Um, they uh, invited me to give a lecture tomorrow at their trauma symposium. Uh, a few of their uh, uh, trauma surgeons and, and ancillary staff there are members of CWIS. So just very excited to um, be in here and uh, just outside of Denver, Colorado to, um, to give this uh, talk for them tomorrow and enjoy their, their conference. But guys, I got a problem. I have a real problem. I need to know. I think I'm addicted to buying shoes. I have bought like six new pairs of shoes in the past three weeks, and it's yeah. It, I don't know, man. I just I just keep seeing these like fantastic shoes, you know. And oh my god, I, don't <laughs> I just don't know what to do, you know. Like, so I'm the proud new owner of six new pairs of shoes. Oh my gosh! If anybody wants them, like, let me know. I know where to buy them from. They're pretty soft. My goodness, that's a lot of shoes. And I'm a good person, but that's a lot of shoes. That's a lot of shoes. And uh, Instagram is the problem. They're the culprit. I call out Instagram. I had to actually delete my Instagram account, but then I then I signed back up the next day because I, I didn't yeah. know Yeah, because you thought, I, I can't quit you. I can't quit you, IG. Yeah, don't be a quitter. That makes sense. They got all my search habits figured out, and they just keep flooding <laughs> Man, the algorithm has you nailed. That AI is good. What's on your mind, Sarah? Yeah. Well, so a couple things. I had to, anyway, my health insurance has been pestering me to actually see a primary care. You know, once a year you're supposed to do that, and I've never actually established primary care. So then they kept sending these threatening notes about like, you need to go see someone because, you know, whatever. They really want you to do that and have preventative care. I'm like, no, I talk to physicians all day. Trust me, if something was wrong, like we would have a conversation about it. So, but that notwithstanding, so I finally went to see my primary care this week and I just have not been feeling great, right? Like in general, which was not, again, not the reason that I went to the doctor, but I ended up sort of disclosing that. But like, I've just been really tired, like just lethargic, but you know, things have been stressful. It's been really busy. Like my family situation is really heavy right now. Like it's so, there's just a lot. So then they pulled my blood work and they posted it in the, and I have a cold, so I apologize for sounding all, you know, nasally right now. But anyway, so then they posted it in the My Health account, right? <laughs> like it turns out my iron deficiency is more than a deficiency now. It's like non-existent. Like oh, there no. is 
no iron in this body, which, you know, is a little ironic because I kind of have an active lifestyle. And so then I was thinking, yeah, that's no, not surprising to me, I guess. Like when I'm on my bike and I'm looking at like the watts that it, cause it's end of season. And I was looking at like my run times and, you know, watts pushed on the bike and things like that. And, and they were definitely lower than they had been like a year and two years ago. But I was attributing it to like, hey, you know, like the aging athlete, like you get older, you slow down, right? So in my mind, I kept thinking like, nothing's wrong. It's just that you're getting old and you need to like push harder, right? No, it turns out that actually like my anemia is like way off the charts and it's time to do something about it. So I, that just happened this week. I mean, it's only Thursday and just got the results back. Um, so, you know, I have some new iron pills I have to take and there's some injections and there's a whole like process when you're that depleted to like pick that back up. So that's not really awesome. Like I must admit, because as I was looking back on it, I was like, you know, you know, you haven't felt well for a long time. Do you think maybe you should have thought about this sooner? Like actually seeing a doctor, but you know what? I see you guys all the time. You're going to feel so much right. better. Yeah, I mean, it's that is what I'm thinking. Well, so ironically, when I had that huge, like shunt failure situation and all the infection and all of that back in 2020, like at the same time, they also were like, oh my gosh, your anemia is out of control, blah, blah, blah. Like they <laughs> diagnosed with all these other like um, deficiencies in, in just basic life, you know? And so at that time they also gave me like infusions of, of iron men and, and a couple other um, supplements and things. And so I was looking again, and it's not that everything is about my race times, but I was looking at my race times for that first like six to 12 months out of, you know, like for the year of 2021 and I killed it. Like my times I was pushing better Watts, like everything was so much better. And then all through 2022 and 2023, like I've really struggled and just again, kept like assuming it was me like, and not something else. Like obviously it is me, but like was assuming it was just like my effort level, you know, or like my preparation for races and things. So I am feeling a little sheepish that it's taken this long to get to this phase because of course the doctor was not charmed when I was like, oh, he's like, so when you ran out of the medication and you didn't call for a refill, what, what was that decision making? Like, I was like, you know, I was busy. Like, so good news. I've officially taken one iron tablet and I've got the prescription for the injections and I'm going to go get that filled. And, you know, I think in the next three to six months, they said it'll take probably as much as six months to get back to like an adequate level. So I feel like by the time the summit comes, I am going to be a whole new gal. You're going to be a she-hulk by then. It's going to be terrible to be throwing Zach up in the air and doing flips with him. And all right, I'll, I'll go. Mine's, mine's quick. It's midway through October. Our first snowflake started the other day on the hill over here. Nothing caught, but this is the time of year that I get just really amped up and stoked. I'm, I buy new skis. I get the kids' ski stuff ready. I get the, all the season's passes going. We're definitely doing Japan. We're doing Utah this year. We're doing, I can't, Colorado this year. We're doing, you know, I'm excited. So awesome. It's like the my favorite time of year before the snow just before the snow falls i can feel it in the air so i'm excited we already have 10 feet up at alta i know 
It's going to be amazing. I can't wait. I know. By the time you guys get here in April, Snowbird is going to be flat out fabulous. It's going to be amazing. Do they have like a sledding or inner tubing? They do not, actually. But, you know, if you're a bad skier, then you pretty much get to you get to slide anyway. So I'm a, I'm a really good snowboarder. I just don't know how to ski. I've never skied in my life. You can snowboard it at the bird. Oh, perfect. Yeah. So you'll be set. Yes. Zach, you're going to have a head injury by the end of this. TBI. 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 <laughs> We're going to test the whole TBI and rib fix theory on Zach Bauman. Absolutely. We're going to see. You're going to see Zach just hitting trees on purpose. I mean, he's just going to test it. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. All right, guys. That's a probably good. I got to get to my dinner. All right. See you guys. Okay, guys. It was good to chat with you. Great to chat. All right. Have a good night. Bye. Yep, bye.